The views in this podcast are the participant's own and are not the views of their respective companies. The participant in this particular episode is not providing any professional advice of any kind. All references to Munich Re in this episode refer to Munich Reinsurance America Incorporated. Welcome to Aerox The Legacy Life, the podcast asking what does a career in runoff insurance or reinsurance actually look like? I'm your host, Katie Reynolds, and today I'm joined by Layla Tremor, a structurer at Munich Re America. Thank you so much for joining us today, Layla. I want to jump right in and ask, what is a reinsurance structurer and what does the work entail? Well, thanks, Katie, for having me as a guest on your podcast. So big picture, what I do is I help clients to solve their problems using reinsurance solutions as opposed to other forms of capital. So it could be a reinsurance solution that is a structured prospective reinsurance deal or a retroactive solution, which would include some legacy deals. So the client will have a corporate finance-related need, which typically falls into one of three categories. Either they need capital, they need to stabilize their earnings, or they are doing a restructuring. And as long as there is insurance risk involved, I can design a reinsurance structure to use as a substitute for other capital markets products. So what do you actually do in your day-to-day as a reinsurance structurer? So what does that actually mean? So in my job, I I take on different roles, all with the end goal to execute structured reinsurance deals. So I get a bit involved on the marketing side, talking to clients about their needs, talking to brokers about deal opportunities. I get involved on the business development side, looking at how the traditional reinsurance renewals are going, consider the macroeconomic environment, and any current or upcoming regulatory changes, and think about what impact this has on clients right now, and how could a structured reinsurance solution help. Once I have a deal opportunity on my desk, my focus turns to execution, and it could be that I am the deal manager and running the whole project, or I am a member of the deal team. So in that case, I'm usually more focused on the numbers, so doing actuarial analysis on the data and then using programming skills to build a stochastic model to price the structure. You know, I have a math background, so I like the optimization problem of structuring a deal that creates value for the client and for Munich Re while still adhering to accounting rules and several other constraints. And then to execute the deal, I need to coordinate with several different functions internally, like accounting, tax, and legal, and get the deal approved. And then we submit our offer to the client. Hopefully, the deal is accepted, and then we get to celebrate. That sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, what I love about my job is the variety. So I get to work on, as I said before, both the structured prospective and retroactive deals. The deals I work on, they cut across all lines of PNC business, different geographies, and also different types of clients. So not just insurance companies, but also public entities, corporates, and I even work on deals that support Munich Re's own capital management. Uh, The deals are complex and unique, which makes them interesting. And they can also be really large in terms of dollars. So there's great opportunity for learning and exposure to senior management. 
And then on a more personal note, pursuing a career in reinsurance has even given me the opportunity to travel and live in different parts of the world. That does sound pretty cool. And that's been a common trend with actually a lot of our guests, reinsurance opening up the ability to travel. So if you want to travel, reinsurance. So why don't you describe your career path for us? What has that looked like? Sure. So I have an actuarial background and I wanted to do this role because I was looking for an area where I could develop my strategic thinking, but still leverage my technical background. I'm actually from Vancouver on the West Coast of Canada. I studied actuarial science in university, and I came across reinsurance when I started researching what companies hire actuaries. So this is how I first learned about Munich Re. And at the time, 18-year-old me thought, wow, insurance for insurance companies, <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> and <laughs> some, one person said, oh, it's like, a, what's that movie? Inception was like a big thing at the time. So, oh, it's like insurance inception. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and I thought, you know, the idea also of working for an international company was interesting, thinking that maybe that would um, give me the chance to work abroad. So I actually got my first actuarial internship at Munich Re working on the life side in Toronto and working on a, a client-facing team that made me realize that if I wanted to help clients optimize their balance sheets, then I need to spend some time learning about balance sheets. <laughs> so fast forward to my first full-time job. This was as a reserving actuarial analyst at a different reinsurer. This is where I first got some exposure to structured deals from the perspective of reserving for structured deals, financial reporting for these deals, and some exposure to pricing structured deals by doing a, an international rotation in Switzerland. And then I wanted to switch from a more traditional actuarial role in reserving to the deal-making side. So in early 2021, still in the middle of lockdown, I moved from Toronto to New York and I started working on the structured reinsurance team at Munich Re. And I've been doing this now for the last two years. Munich Re is a huge company involved in nearly all aspects of the reinsurance industry. What is Munich Re's role in the legacy market for our listeners who may not be familiar? Yes. So Munich Re is active in the legacy market. It's important to differentiate that legacy in the U.S. is not the same as legacy in Europe. So in Europe, legacy means finality, whereas in the U.S., it means reinsurance with outsourcing of claims handling. Prospective reinsurance is Munich Re's core business, but we may support a legacy deal if we have a partner that does the claims handling. So whether that be the student themselves uh, retaining the claims handling or claims handling is transferred to a TPA, a third-party administrator, or we partner with another legacy market. If you transact with a Munich Re entity, yes, you get rated paper and a strong balance sheet, but we see it as another opportunity for partnership in the context of the overall client relationship. The main focus of Munich Re's business is prospective underwriting. So when it comes to legacy deals, that means we often already know the portfolio in question and we can leverage our underwriting expertise. And now that there's been you know, a shift in the legacy market to cover more recent years, this is more relevant because this is more like underwriting prospective business. 
And historically, this has not been the core of runoff players that are more comfortable with the older portfolios. So in the life cycle of an insurance portfolio, Munich Re can offer solutions as the first stop, underwriting the prospective business, and also complete the cycle as the last stop, taking over the legacy portfolio. So Leila, I know you do a lot of work with Aeroc Next Gen. You're on our council. Big question that we always have that we've been trying to you know, find an answer to, how do we get more younger professionals or people who are just newer to the legacy space into legacy? Or how do we attract them? How do we retain them? Yeah, that's a good question. Most people don't think of insurance as an exciting industry, but once we get people in the door, often they are surprised just how dynamic it really is. Specifically in the legacy space, it used to be a small, more niche area with only a few very experienced people. But now that there are more players and the teams are bigger, there is a chance to get newer professionals involved and get them excited about working on deals. At Munich Re, there is an early talent development program where new graduates get to rotate to different areas across the company over a two-year period. This program has been very successful at Munich Re. The new graduates, they get to build their network across the company, and they're part of a cohort of graduates. So they have a group of peers to share the experience with. So this helps to build the sense of belonging and identity with the company, which helps us to retain the graduates after the program. Another way to build a sense of belonging is to encourage young talent to volunteer on committees for industry associations or even What could you be referring internally. to? <laughs> what could you possibly be talking about, Layla? <laughs> right now, you and me, Katie, are both part of the AROC Next Gen Council, which gives a voice to the younger generation and meaningful opportunities to contribute. So no, you gave me the opportunity to be a panelist at the, the last AROC event I went to, and you have me on your podcast today. <laughs> so I have to say, I'm very humbled you asked me to be a guest on this podcast, especially considering many of your past guests are very experienced senior executives. And my hope is that someone maybe more at the beginning of their career is going to listen to my episode and realize, hey, that could be me doing these interesting deals. Do you have any advice for young professionals out there today? Something that's worked well for you or just advice that you want to give? So first, I'd say take ownership of your career. Work hard, become a reliable colleague that others want to work with, but also ask for what you want. No one's going to just hand things to you. You need to articulate what it is you want to be working on. You know, When you're hired, you're giving a job and a title, but really it's up to you to decide what impact you want to have. At Munich Re, there are many opportunities to develop, and if you put in the work, that is going to be recognized. Second, uh, recognize that confidence is not going to come from knowing everything, but by knowing you have figured it out before and you're going to be able to figure it out again this time around. So I'd say the best thing about getting a little bit more experienced <laughs> as I go along in my career is that I realize everyone else is just figuring it out as they go as well. And even if you are an expert in something, the parameters and the market dynamics, everything's always changing. So we need to keep learning to stay ahead. So have a growth mindset, talk to people across the organization and across the industry, 
and keep learning. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Layla. We appreciate all of your time and your insights. And with that, I'm going to cue the music and close this thing out. Thank you so much. AROC Next Gen is part of AROC, the only U.S.-based association focusing on the legacy or runoff sector of the insurance and reinsurance industries. AROC serves the industry by providing education, networking, information, and data. Learn more about what we do at www.aroc.org. That's A-I-R-R-O-C.org. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.